You are tuned into the famous Dwayne's podcast. I'm your host, Dwayne. Um, got some special guests here. We've got the young boy, Kayvon. Nice to meet you, Mr. Couch Child McKay. You can listen to my podcast on many different uh, streaming platforms on Apple Podcasts. Spotify is my favorite. Um, Google Podcasts, I don't know if you're using that, but also I have an Instagram page. You can follow that as Couch Child McKay. So check me out. I ain't actual that nigga. And uh <laughs> <laughs> I was and, like, uh, oh, we used to do that. And we got um a giant divine right here. Say what up to the people. Hey, what's good, y'all? How y'all living out there? How your spirits up? And it looks like we got somebody coming through. At least they're trying to come through. Okay. Well, when this ass gets here, he'll get here. But uh <laughs> So the topic of discussion today is we're talking about the list of demands for black people. <laughs> Hold up. Yo. What's up? Bum ass nigga. <laughs> you ain't got no video. <laughs> nah, I ain't got no video, man. No video. Um, yeah. And all the sound effects. Yep. All right. Well, yeah. So we got Kevin the building. He used to be part of the uh, the KDD podcast thing. Ah, give me a nice pillow. Give me a nice pillow. Way back in the day. So, uh, yeah, you came at the right time. Uh, we're just currently talking about what are a list of demands for black people. You know, just trying to make it real. Oh shit. Okay. Gang, gang. You woke up like that? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we're just going to talk about, like, the list of demands, you know, in case you're living under a rock or smoke a rock, so, you know, you're in the future, you know, back at this. Um, You know, it's a lot of civil unrest right now. You know, Babylon's burning. You know, there's a lot of, you know, police misconduct going on, which always happens around this time of year. And... Allegedly, niggas is fed up. I say that because we've heard this before. You know, we've seen this movie happen. You know, so with all of this energy, all this frustration, everything like that, like it's like okay, we understand people is upset, but what do you what do you want? I don't want to hear about oh I want equality, oh I want this, oh I want that. Like that's nah, nigga. What do you want? Like, (laughs) what do you want for real? Like, what do you want? Y'all tearing up shit. What do y'all want to stop? It's like. What do y'all really want? Yeah, and, what's the end result? Yeah, like what? And I don't know. If this has anything to do, if it has anything to do with policy change, I think it's stupid because policy has never meant anything as far as seeing real change in the lives of black people. So y'all can change all the fucking policy y'all want and it's still gonna be racist as fuck. Y'all should know that by now by all the laws that have just been passed and the same shit's happening. So, like, Exhi- that's get that out of my face. Yeah. Exhibit A. Eric Garner. They they banned chokeholds in New York City in the 90s, yet you see the officer clearly in the video using an illegal chokehold. So, um, policy doesn't change anything. She's right. 
So one of my um, I'm glad you brought that up. I was gonna bring this up later, but you know, we about the free ball here. There's no, there's no structure. You know how the black community do. So um, <laughs> like just the fact that you can't sell loose cigarettes is wild. There's a lot of little minor laws that are put in place just to like penny pinch, you know, and get money all of them. Yeah, it's just wild. Like. There's a lot of laws that they have that they don't enforce. That just they say, "Hey, you better stay in line, or else we will enforce it." Type, you know, type shit. But they only yeah. enforce it on people that they, you know, on people of color, people of color, black people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise it's just like you know, when you get a cute kid and your mom's like, "Hey, you better cut that out." I'm not gonna tell you again. It's like, "Ma, chill. I'm the cute kid. Get out of here. I'm your favorite. I look just like black." <laughs> And I think that um that's kind of how um it's been operating. So um I don't know who wants to start off first with I guess some of their listed demands, um, or at least a demand that we can kind of like, you know, chime in on like how we feel about it. You mean uh, realistically or like Oh, definitely realistically. We're not just like making up shit. Yeah, yeah, nigga, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, King, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, we'll start. Who started? Who started? <laughs> I will. My uh, my first list of demands is a school. I'm sorry. No, you, you could mute that. Actually, I could mute you. Let me just do that. <laughs> mute that baby hey, nonsense. I, right, I got a school. I'm not even upset with the baby because I'm my thing is a school. A school that is completely independent and out of the control of the state and does not have to follow any type of curriculum or anything that they put up. And a police free something i don't know if you can get a block get a block if you can get a house get a house if you can get an apartment complex something but a place where police cannot go cannot come now of course i have ways of i already have the idea for that but i think that should be on the list of them that's my everyday demand so but yes all right, uh, I guess I can unmute niggas now. Um, <laughs> so I definitely, um, I definitely agree with that. Um, you know, because honestly, the whole concept of police and just government in general is when you can't handle things yourself. Exactly. And you know, I mean, that's even like when it comes down to like divorce, child support, that whole situation. If you can't handle it yourself, then it's like, you know, what I mean, so. Wait, that didn't make sense. Um, but if you can't handle it, it's like... That's when daddy government comes in to handle it for you because you couldn't put your big boy britches on to take care of shit yourself. So you needed your, the government, a.k.a. your daddy, a.k.a. the nigga that don't nobody want to stop living off of. Mm. Mm. To yeah. come in, solve your problems and be a conflict manager and hold on to shit for you because you couldn't do it yourself. Exactly. So, uh... Mr. K. Oh, so like personally, I would say abolish the police, but I feel like that's too that's too um it's too far of a demand at this current state. I know that disbanding the police department, um or the mayor um is disassociating like 
the city of uh, Minnesota from the police department. But I feel like to do that nationwide would be like too much to ask, right? So the best way we can start in each state, each city, you know, each county, whatever it may be, is to simply just defund the police, not just to say, hey, listen, let's just take money away from them just to take power. That is a goal, yeah, but in doing that, we wanna redistribute that money to housing. We wanna redistribute that to healthcare, redistribute that, that to you know, um, education. Um, especially in New York and in Long Island as well, where they have a lot of red line areas, a lot of areas where when people either moved out here or bought homes out here, got apartments, you know, they're redlined into these into these areas that are only around other black people in poor communities and communities with higher crime rates and stuff like that, right? So once we start doing that, like we're really gonna see a lot of change in the country. And I think it'll just be a natural, there'll be more natural wealth distribution or redistribution like amongst the country. Cause it's really hard for you to just simply say, hey, listen, like we need to redistribute some of this wealth we got in this country. Cause ain't a white man gonna be like, oh man, you're not taking these dollars out of my pocket, right? Like, so it's not just gonna come from, from one person's pocket to the next. Like it has to come from the organization itself and then restructure, well, the, um, the organizations and the groups that the government should have been upholding this whole time. And literally us, like we just get like a mustard seed. We get the bare minimum to keep us going. Meanwhile, these other like neighborhoods, these other areas with more affluent, you know, people of lighter skin get, you know, better education to get better housing, better health care. So we just need to see more change in the country. So, um, I agree. you know, I'm not a, I don't got a degree or nothing like that, but are you, I ain't got no degree either. Nigga. <laughs> Damn, I thought you did. Shit. Um. <laughs> nah, that's a, that's a topic for another conversation. Damn. I was going to say, Captain. 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 Oh. I walked, though. I walked. Wow. <laughs> this nigga's a full-blown scammer. That's This is what generates people know. So, hey, man. <laughs> I mean, are you, are you kind of implying that, you know, it's we're trying to get the uh, the system that's kind of been set up for our demise to kind of play ball. Is that what you're kind of saying or? Well, all right. So from my understanding, but from the way I see things, there's like a good 20 to 25% of this country that doesn't want to see us win. That, that number might be way bigger than what I think it is. I'm just, I'm just, thinking hopefully here, right? Like, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking about 25 to 33% of America does not want to see black people win, right? What's your what's your take on that, DJ? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have a giant answer that question for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, I mean, I would say that it doesn't matter about what the people want because the people don't run the fucking country. So I think all of the, everything else doesn't want to see black people win 
this the system itself doesn't want to see black people win therefore they will not win in the system because the people do not run the system anymore i think that's what's becoming clear right now also though i also think that people lose sight of the fact that there are a lot of people that try to get into the system to do the right thing and a lot of times they end up yeah, going down the wrong path. Yeah, they got like they, gatekeepers. They out. Yeah, they got gatekeepers and stuff like that. And it's just like, nigga, who? What you think was gonna happen? I've been in. I've been in this position for forty years. And you think you just about to come here? Like you don't even got a name tag, my nigga. Like, get yeah. out of here. Get down to later. There's a lot of evil shit going on behind the scenes too. So we gotta keep. We gotta take yeah. into account that yeah and i mean while i was like one of my things always was to try and get some uh you know black people as you know as officials get them in office and whatever but it seems like that really doesn't do too much i mean it's a slow race you know mm. and um i also think i would i would like to see us have some land other than the hood you know i mean something designated for us only that that only we can open up businesses there. Not like the res out here where all they got is a bunch of fucking cigarettes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can get all kinds of cigarettes and shit. <laughs> I mean, like all kinds of businesses. You have to, like, before anybody else gets dibs or any type of store or dentist or, like, dentistry or doctors or any type of, like, we get the first dibs on that first. And especially, like, a designated spot for us to thrive and shit. So we can at least see the dollar circulate a few times before... You know what I'm saying? I get paid and I go to the smoke shop and go buy go buy fucking cigarettes with that with the Afghanis and shit. You know what I mean? Right. That's real community. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that's just real community. And I think that's what we're figuring out is what we need. Like all the support small business, that mean that's like basically another phrase for community. Like nah. once you once you get communities of big people supporting each other, they all come up like she yeah. do this, he do this, he do this, who do this, he do this, and we all work together yeah, to give more, back to each other. Like, bam. Yeah, the more self-sustainable we are, like... Exactly. Or the more we're able to sustain ourselves, the less we'll need that government cheese. Or well, we'll think about it, though. But think else. about it. We're, we're worked in, like, the economy is a very, very complex thing. I don't even... I, I mean, I don't fully understand, but I do know that if we was to completely remove our money from it, like the economy will, will collapse. So they'll probably do anything in their power to stop that from happening or at least make it so that it's a smooth transition so it doesn't collapse the economy. Because if everybody just was to wake up one day and was like, you know what, fuck y'all, I'm going to live totally black and they we didn't spend no money with them, they'll be fucked. They'll be done. They'll be but finished. Exactly. They'll be out here. You think you think they won't be, they'll be out here bombing shit just like they was like back in back in the day. You know what I mean? No, I don't, there wouldn't be nothing, there would be no, there would be nothing to bomb. They would have no reason to bomb because they wouldn't ha like literally if everybody turned around and was like, nah, we're not going to do that because we know everything follows black people. So if black people did it, eventually everybody else would do it. Right. That's the real reason for racism is because whenever black people do anything, the whole world is going like everyone is going to follow. But if they they literally wouldn't, they couldn't do anything. Like there's enough, they've let enough black people into positions. If black people really said, fuck it, it's going to be, it's going to be some trouble before they can make stuff run smoothly. Cause they don't put a gatekeeper. They don't put a white gatekeeper everywhere. Yep. But yeah. 
that black gatekeeper is there to, you know, maintain the quota. They low key like um I forgot what they used to call them, but they used to have they used to have like black overseers. Like used to be like the I guess the H N I C. Yeah. And they yeah. still have that mentality, like Nah, you ain't like these Uncle Ruckus ass niggas out here, like Yeah. Nah, how'd you, you get only here? Need a, you only need a few key. You only need a few turncoats. There's some of them. I feel like there's got to be some out there, and this is my my hopeful that are just we're just waiting for at this point. Like they they put themselves in that position to wait for this point, yeah. so they could to like I I just have to. There has to be somebody who had that idea. It got to be a, a group of them. Something I don't know. You mean these yeah. alleged coons, like niggas? No, no, <laughs> no. I no, think I'm these sorry. are people. These are people who would not be. We wouldn't even know. You know okay. what I mean? The people that just played the game because they didn't know what the fuck else to do with their life. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to go into the Army and see how far they let me up here. You know what I mean? Or like, right, people right. who just like, I'm going to go yeah. do, you know what I mean? Who just, I'm going to go get the best job that I can get just cause, so I can make the most money because I don't know, but I ain't going to be broke. Those type of people. But yeah. at the end of the day, like, if we get that, if we start tapping into those networks, I think that's when we start seeing like a mass organization on small levels though. Like we have those people in our communities, in your city right. that you could tap into. Like we need to start every, every community needs to start on that small of a level. Cause a national organization thing, all that's going to be is black lives matter. It's never going to get nowhere. Funded by George Soros. <laughs> It's a Soros music. But now, look. <laughs> so, it's actually funny you bring up Black Lives Matter because, um, I mean, for those who knew, you already knew this whole this whole situation. Um, my cousin actually, actually, like, last night, this um this video came up and showed, like, where all the donations are going to as far as, like, Black Lives Matter is concerned. And it's all mm-hmm. going to, like, the DNC and stuff like that. It's this whole big money laundering thing. But, um, also, people were starting to ask, like, yo, like, who's the accountant here? Like, who, where's all this money going to? You know what I'm saying? And actually, because I brought up that um, it was a sham back in, um, when I was in college the second time. And, you know, they tried to get me out the thing. You know, they tried to get me out the paint. You know, why are you, why are you talking like that? You know, this is supposed to be good. You're supposed to be proud of this and blah, blah, blah. And I wrote a whole paper like, nah, these niggas is garbage. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, um, I remember on the website, it said that they were trying to create a community that didn't involve men. They didn't specifically say it, but, you know, that's basically what it turns out to be. So now, um, now my cousin put, you know, his hip to game. And the thing is with me, I don't like to um, just force feed, you know, this is what it is. Like, you know, I don't like to do that. I don't like to be preachy and stuff like that. I'll, I'll give you, like, the breadcrumbs. You can figure it out. I think that's the best way to do it. Because if you don't have the mental capacity to figure it out, I'm just wasting my time. Honestly, you might be an op. <laughs> you may be able to get it, but you don't want to get it. So you want to get yeah. it. You know what I mean? So I go to the website t- uh, this morning, and they have a whole new section now. They rewrote it and everything. But this part in particular stood out to me. I'm about to read it right now. This is verbatim on blacklivesmatter.com. I believe it's under what we believe. We are self-reflexive and do the work required to dismantle cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folk, especially <laughs> black trans women who continue to disproportionately to uh, continue to be disproportionately impacted by the trans antagonistic violence. 
we build a space that affirms black women and is free from sexism, misogyny, and environments in which men are centered. We practice empathy. We engage comrades with intent to learn about and connect with their context. So besides the um, fact that wait, the first um, and the second paragraph completely contradicted the first one, <laughs> like what is what is cisgender privilege and then you're trying to say that you're affirming black women um or black women not cisgender not cisgender <laughs> wait what is that that's basically the, the the mission statement for black lives matter i mean oh, oh, I you, what is cisgender? What is, what you said but what was the you said non-cisgender what is that cisgender means like you're you're considered a cisgender male because you, your your gender and your sexuality match. Your gender and your sex match. Yeah, but see, what I don't understand. I mean, I guess Black Lives Matter. That's cool. You know, what I mean, let's fight for equality and all that stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're here for. But we we need to be talking about fucking money, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I just it just seems like I understand people are like getting. Kaden, put put that back right now. Put it back. Stop. Stop doing that. Oh, he acting up too? Yeah, you know, kids. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I just feel like we should be more focused on where our money is going and creating a, a stable economy on our own. That's what we're talking about, nigga. Hey, get exactly. the, <laughs> the police and all these fucking racist people away from us or whatever. You need money. Like, uh -huh. if we, if we, we focus on where the money is going, we're going to be able to create our own ecosystem. We'll be, we'll be straight. And yeah. then we could deal with, and then we could, we could deal with our own issues ourselves without having to have somebody oversee what they think or try and push or push their ideas on what they think yeah. we should be doing. So that's why we have to get people off of the Black Lives Matter train. Like we need all that energy. Like that's what these things are orchestrated for. Black Lives Matter is literally stealing all of our energy to build for ourselves. If those people that was all Black Lives Matter were as devoted to just building in their own community and building together, the shit would be over right now. But yeah. Black Lives Matter is being pushed and that's being the thing, the thing to steal the energy, like to steal the people's energy. Like that, that'd be like the spiritual stuff that don't nobody even want to get into that they be doing. But I'm like, y'all, they still in the movement by putting out Black Lives Matter and everybody's supporting it. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And so when I sent that message to my cousin, um, she was like, so wait, so this is basically like an LGBT thing? I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, for the record, I don't care who you have sex with, as long as it's not animals and children. I don't care. I don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, this is basically the same kind of hijacking that went on during the civil rights movement. Like, and the fact that, you know, they're trying to um, dismantle cisgender privilege in environments where men are censored, but dead black men are basically their bread and butter. Man. Um, what are we doing yeah. right now? I think they're in on it. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about how they, they use the term sure. comrades, which sounds a little communist to me, but uh, it's anyway. a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. And this this is just a part of it. That's like uh there's a whole big ass say what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying there's just um that's just a, a a segment, like a snippet. They have this whole big ass thing, and I'm just like, nah. So oh, a whole bunch of bullshit. Basically. Now okay. again, organizing 
locally with you know the people in your neighborhood and stuff like that that's perfect that's ideal because honestly like when you do it like that is less moving parts less opportunity for corruption you know a lot of people they like to they like to be seen and stuff like that which may have something to do with some childhood trauma about their mama not loving them enough or whatever that's not my problem look still <laughs> is you know we need to move behind the scenes if you really want to take things over per se you know you don't need to be loud with it you're not gonna be like yo we're about to dismantle this thing like imagine somebody saying like yo i'm about to snuff threat. you yeah, <laughs> I'm about to hit about you to with the left. Right hit you with the right left there. right here in five seconds. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> like, like niggas think it's like a video game. Like it's like an anime where they say the move they do, just like jab, jab, cross. I'm like, um, yeah. yeah. Like, what but do you mean? Here's the thing about it: is people. I don't think people really want freedom. Because mm. for one, people don't actually truly understand what freedom is. Or what, what it comes with, comes with it, yeah. Or what comes with it, because with freedom comes responsibility. So, like, yeah, so all the things that you run to the police and all the things that you run to the government, the uh, the courts and stuff to handle for you, where are you going to go? How are you going to handle it? What's your code of conduct? What's your ethics? How Like, what, how do you operate? Like, and people don't actually want to sit down and redevelop it. They don't want to sit down and actually think about it. They just think they're supposed to walk into this magical euphoria where all of a sudden black people are these perfect people and they're just going to create this great environment because... No, it take, it's going to take time. Like it's going to take time. In the infancy stages of any type of movement or if it's building, it's not going to be pretty at all. It's going to hurt. It's going to be people, you know... People like me, I'm lazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would actually have to get off my ass and start, like, doing stuff, you know? So, but I think everybody has to know that everybody has to know their place and not everybody can't be big Indian either. That's a lot of things. I think that's something that we struggle with within the black community because everybody wants to be heard. And not everybody has, is the, is the, is the, is, you know, is, is going to be the voice. Not everybody's going to have, you know, everybody needs to know their place. Nah, I'm trying to be that nigga. <laughs> you know, you know? I think and people I'm, need to define their goals. We yes. can't act like all black people want the same thing. Like that's another fallacy. Like, yeah, true. I understand we're trying to show solidarity within amongst each other, but like we don't all want the same thing either. You know what I mean? Like, so mm -hmm. if we stop trying to make you know pretend that and find people who actually want what you want within the black community, then go from there. Like, we ain't even got a, like, set of goals together. Yeah. We yeah. Like, small, like, I feel like it's better, like you said, like, it doesn't even have to be a nationwide thing. I mean, a nationwide thing is, is just to wake up. The second thing would be for people to start, like, their own groups with like-minded people or whatever. And then, like, whatever, whatever, whether that be a business or whatever, just try and get your, you know, materials from a black-owned, company or something like to that to that nature like it's small cells that will like eventually become one once once we create some type of foundation yeah mm -hmm. you gotta we gotta show people how to sustain themselves financially and, and like teach people about we gotta teach kids we gotta teach young black kids about like you know financial literacy teach them about what what an asset is teach them about what a liability is so like yeah. they don't get themselves in all these traps that black people put themselves in like with loans student loans 
being one of those credit cards and all that stuff. Like trying that stuff's important. Trying to step and on these hoes. Also, like <laughs> it's not just that. Like at a young age, you probably want to start teaching your kid, like maybe like computer engineering. You want to teach your kid like how to trade, like or invest or something like that. So mm-hmm. if you teach your kid how to do it, because like anything you teach a child, like you could teach a child a second language at the age of six or seven, and he could be speaking English and Spanish by the time he's like like twelve or thirteen. So this you apply that same one, knowledge. That's, that's one idea. Yeah, get like a um um, uh, well, there's uh, like a living nanny or like a or a, a babysitter that speaks a different language because if they're talking to someone different at at an earlier age than that, even at like one, two, three. They're gonna pick it up like a second nature, you know. It's gonna be like mm-hmm. something that they pick up. Yeah, you know? and you know yeah. the original nanny was right. Oh, <laughs> the black woman. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I mean, that's essentially who we are. We are the mothers of every race. Yeah, we're caretakers. You know what and... I mean? Like, yeah, like so. Even like white, black, Chinese, whatever, like. In a way, it all comes from us. So, like, we, you know what I mean? Like, so we know we also have the biggest hearts as a people. So there, it's easily to play on our emotions. And, you know, when people aren't really trying to think of how do we really move forward from it? Like, how do we really not put ourselves in this situation again? And I think it goes back to self-sufficiency. So, like, for me, I'm saying, all right, where are we growing our food? All right, who's making this? All right, like, how do we come off of as much of anything outside of our circle as possible? And then we keep growing our circle until it gets to, like, we don't need shit from nobody. You know what I mean? Like, when we go find another community that's like, hey, we don't need shit from nobody either, but what y'all got? Like, (laughs) okay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, real good at the And, like, we can, I, I feel like that's where I see real remedy going like i don't got time for voting i don't got time to vote i don't got time i don't got time for none of this trickery (laughs) you know what though i feel i kind of feel you on that too getting taken uh to getting taken advantage of i created like the byproduct of that was like pretty much like how like the mentality is is in the hood it's like just get what you can from who like you know no matter who's yeah. to step on do a, do a little bit of good so people don't really hate you like that you know what i mean it's more of a game but it's not natural you know what i'm saying it's mm-hmm. not a natural way of living look black people have been the designated driver for civil, uh, for civilization since the beginning of time and all of our friends are assholes they throwing yep. up they getting Man. in fights they doing all of this and we're all just like over here trying to take care of this one and that one and this one and that one. Yeah. And then when we get pulled over, because, you know, somebody want to throw up outside the the car window, who's getting shot? That sounds very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Are you triggered? Nah, but, um... (laughs) But that ass, though, it's just like, you know, we need to one, hold our own nuts and let other people hold their own nuts. Accountability on yes. both sides. It is to very hold, key. to hold the white man accountable for holding us down systemically from the, since the beginning of time. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to hold black people accountable that don't want to get their shit together. 
Yeah, that's true. So there's actually um there's been talk. Wow. Fox News even put it on uh I saw like a screenshot or whatever, you know I don't watch the news, but every once in a while I get, you know, whiffs of things. So they're talking about this whole reparations thing. And this is actually the first time they actually brought up like an actual number of how much everybody would get. So now they're talking about uh 300k per person, you know, get granted that you're um <laughs> granted that you're um your parents, you know, you have like slaves in your lineage and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about it like this. Now, if everybody pulls that money, like in the community, like in their little communities, you build a new community. Just like that. It's really that simple. Yeah. You put money together for bottles, for hookers, for weddings, for all kinds of stuff. Let's just like really make that move. Um, My boy Darian, who uh, was supposed to be here, but he married and, you know, doing marital stuff. Um, <laughs> so, he, not sex? No. <laughs> yo, yo, shots fired, yo. Y'all need to chill, though. <laughs> no, oh, Listen, I never so have sex. I never have sex, and I'm not married, so it's okay. The Virgin Jaya. The Virgin Jaya. So, like, you know, he was like, "Yo, like, we need to be, we need to be tax exempt." That was on his <laughs> list of demands. I went on, I went on uh, Facebook and like, posed right, a question, like, "What are we gonna, um, like, what are your demands? Like, be specific." And um, he was like, "Nah, we need to be tax exempt. Like, we shouldn't be paying taxes. Like, we've already done enough." And I think that's, that's legit. And I'll definitely that is legit, especially when you that, own property and shit like that. Yeah, that like, requires. You said, require you "Wait, us- you're talking about." You said we need to be tax. You talking about if we was to get the three hundred thousand, like to, for that to be tax exempt? No, just in general, like us being tax exempt, like yeah. not paying taxes. Oh. Period. I mean, yeah, that would that would that require would, us to come off from under the United States. White man's yeah. Heat. But you know what? You have to leave when you leave. No. Is you have to leave his fucking labels too. Because he made up black, white, Asian, Hawaiian, island, Pacific. You got to leave all that shit. Mm, I don't think niggas are trying to do that. They not. Mm-mm. And Wait. the funny thing is, like, the whole concept of, like, black and white, those are, like, two of the, like, the only races or races, if you will, colors, where it's, like, <laughs> All inclusive, but it wasn't always like that. Nope. Like the Irish and the Italians, they had to fight to be considered white. They was they was considered, you know, nigga whites. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and they didn't even come up with saying, white oh, uh, as being a full hey, race until they wanted to keep white people, poor white people, and poor black people from working together. Mm-hmm. So they was like, All right, we're gonna let y'all be white. Y'all white with us, not with them. But we still don't really give a fuck about y'all <laughs> But yeah, like, white is new. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And you know how niggas like new white things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see what else we got here. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, especially the Moors. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, then... Somebody else had posted uh, school reforms in our communities, student loan payoff as much as part of reparations, more opportunities to open more black banks, 
more money into our HBCUs, proper education on black history and politics in all schools. I'm assuming she meant all black schools because we don't care about these other schools. You know. Facts. You know, that that I think she means well. Somebody was like, I want what's old, land, money, resources, quality education for myself and my kids. You know what they have. Uh let's see what else you got. Listen, listen, why? Why is most people, most black people's bar for a happy, successful life, white people? Mm. No. Has anyone else noticed that in during this whole thing? Like, so basically, y'all just want to live like white people. They like, and I'm not saying, that you, yeah, like, white supremacy. I mean, and like, y'all don't actually want freedom because y'all still want somebody to give your child an education. You don't want someone to do it for you. You don't want to create anything yourself. You want someone to do it for you. So, like I said, a lot of people don't actually want freedom. All right, I got two more. Uh, this guy was like, uh, Free medical care for all our people to relieve an additional undue burden on our communities. School budgets that are treated like the police budgets and police budgets treated like today's, I guess, today's school budgets. Uh, proper representation for the richest black city in the country, D.C. A formal apology for the poisoning of Flint's residents and immediate repair of their city and reparations for them and their children. Yeah, fuck that apology. They can keep that. I'm on the move to DC. Fuck it. They, they can keep that apology. Apologizing is nuts. Because the crazy thing is, like, they've been sending mad money to Flint, but what are these officials doing with that money? That's the real situation right there. Like, there are people, like, the government will send over the money, but it's what the people do with the money. These elected officials, these gatekeepers, these, these people, like, what are they doing with the money? Uh, and the last one here is um, equality in school funding as opposed to funding based on local taxes, college loan forgiveness, and free public college access for black students, exemption from 20% home down payments, including no PMI and a fixed low interest rate. I'm too broke to know what that means. Uh, mandatory financial literacy classes in public schools, national policing standards, and compliant reporting system and reform in their training program. So I guess teaching, uh, you know, white people to not be bad, I guess. So <laughs> I don't, I mean, that's cool. They can do that. That's what they can do for themselves. Yeah, that's, exactly. Like they can do that shit. I mean, right. I think the only thing I can say that I would want something that like I want them to do. Cause I mean, I don't give a fuck what they do. They can do whatever the fuck they want to do. But if anything, they could, they could include us in the curriculum that they're going to teach if, because we're not going to be able to, create our own schooling system that fast. So that's like the long game. But the short game, they could change the curriculum and actually add us into history and stop trying to call us indentured servants and silly shit like that. I mean, they can they can put our history in the books for right now, at least. Um yeah, but I'm really thinking like more so I feel like that's more like a, a symbolic kind of thing. Like as far as, you know, yeah, that's that's nice, whatever, whatever. But yeah, it's something small. It's not something like that's monumental. But if it's not monu- monumental, it should be something that's easily done. And I actually do think it'll help. It'll help. It'll help. You know, black kids that's that's in kid in uh in schools with you know a, 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 a culturally culturally diverse school, and it will give them some type of like you know power. It'll give them like you know 
confidence to know that this is what they people did. Like put put us in the books. But that's all fine and dandy. But I do think that that's really the job of the parents to. It is know. no, it is. We are we are the first teachers exactly. But they're not always they're not always going to be in our care twenty four seven. We can't be teaching them one thing and then they go to school and they learn something totally different. You know, and they they need not go to school. They need to be homeschooled. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah, the first right. thing. That's the first thing we should be we should be banding together to do is educate our own children. Because how can you continue to let your children be educated by an oppressive system that you say you hate and that you want to dismantle and all this stuff, but you keep sending your children to them to learn the very same shit that you have to unlearn when you get up when you get like we're we're letting them fall further behind. We're yeah. doing, we got we have enough we have enough. We have enough knowledge in the education within our community, within even within the pro-black. Like, like they say, the black woman has been getting educated this whole time. We have everything we need to go into a school this school year, take over that school, turn it around, and flip that shit. Right, right now. on this motherfucking head. Right now, like, yeah, no it, actually. That just reminds me of that statistic that, you know, people was talking about for the past couple of years that black women are the most educated. So with that little education, I mean, couldn't a couple of black women come together, you know, niggas synthesize or whatever and come up with a new curriculum? Yeah, I mean, they could. I think, you know, I think something that's feasible is to get a in-home, if you can homeschool, get a black teacher to come there and homeschool them. That's something that we can do. Yeah, I mean, just learning co-ops. That's the like. That's the first thing that I mean. There's already a lot of those up and running. Like, ten ten families get together, figure out a spot, have somebody come in and teach. Like, bam, that's all. You know what I mean? And like, it's really that. It's really that simple. And yes, some people have to sacrifice like money. It's, it's not free. You know what I mean? Like, but it has yeah. to be a priority. Like, it has to be a priority. Or it's just spinning your wheels. You know what I mean? Like, are we going to keep sending them to school to learn and go through all this racist shit? Why would we do that? Like, why would, you, why would we keep, like, keep doing that to our children? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. They need to be in, in loving and caring environments for them to learn the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially, especially y'all. Especially yeah. y'all. Y'all do not learn when y'all do not feel cared for. Sure don't. At all. Y'all do not. Y'all do not. Y'all turn into some assholes. (laughs) Y'all turn into, and I know, because those are my favorite students. As a school counselor, my my office was always filled. If I was substitute teaching, I always have y'all in my class all hanging around, coming to each lunch down here and like, like, and I know, I was like, if y'all don't feel cared for, it'd be like, fuck that lady to that lady's face. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, and I, and I would be like, you can't say that in school, you know, you're going to get in trouble, even if that's how you feel, that's real. But, <laughs> like, you at school, you know the consequences. So I'm just, you know, I'm here to remind you, you can't tell your teacher, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> but I'm not saying you wrong. <laughs> right, so... Quick story. Um, me, me and Kev, we was in a, um, the same Spanish class together because I failed Spanish the first time because my teacher ain't care for me. And um, <laughs> do y'all have Mister Polo? Uh, n- 
Nah, I had her um my last year, but yo, she's a goat. She she's the goat. She's a real one. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> your ADHD. Um, so <laughs> me, me and Kev was we wasn't the baddest, but we was pretty bad. It was it was some wild shit going on in that classroom. And I think there was one time um, they they held us back. Our teacher held us back. She looked just like Triple H. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. And I remember she sat us. Um, she she took she held us after class, and she just kind of like, oh, because I um I found out that you know saying playing with yourself, we were doing reflexive verbs, and I found out that playing with yourself is like hugar say, hugar is to play. <laughs> So I brought that up, and I tried to be like, man, like, like how do you say you played yourself in Spanish? Because my other teacher didn't care about me had told me that, like, on the low. <laughs> like, she kind of said it. Like, she didn't mean to say it. She was just like, you know, that means, like, so I was like, how do you play yourself? Whatever, whatever. And then I said that, and then she looked at me like, oh, this nigga think he's slick. <laughs> so after class, she was like, I saw what you did there. And then, like... <laughs> I don't know, like, we just had, like, a talk, and then after that, we wasn't that bad no more. It just seemed like, it's, because the thing is, like, it's all a show, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a semblance of control, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I think a lot of times, like, the class clowns, and Ajay could probably, you know, attest to this, like, the class clowns, they have an understanding with the teachers, like, I'll let you get your little outbursts out and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but, you know, at a certain time, when I say reel it in, you gotta reel it in. <laughs> like, I'll let mm-hmm. you rock, but you gotta reel it in. And I think, like, after that conversation, like, we wasn't that bad no more. Unless, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm making shit up. Kevin, what, am, I, am I lying? Or? I mean, that was a long time ago, man. You already know. But, yeah, I, I used to I use the class. I used to, I used to use the class clowns to control the room. So, I, I, anytime I subbed, I would always make the class clown my best friend. And we would clown on these people together. And when the class ever got out of hand, they would handle it for me. Like, hey, y'all, we getting loud. Chill out. Chill out. Like, yeah, y'all heard him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, so, yeah, like, I mean, but that's, but it's crazy how many teachers do not know how to build relationships with children. Like, they, they're teachers, but they hate children. They don't know how to build relationships with children. And we're, we are a relational people. You know what I mean? We are energy, or we feel energy. We know when you don't like me, really. Like, that's why the kids yeah. be getting mad and they be like, she don't like me, but why would you say that? Because they can feel her energy that she don't fucking like them. They don't know why. They don't know how. They're still fucking eight, nine years old, but they just know this lady don't like me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and yeah. so like, it's just, but some teachers are horrible too. You know what I mean? Like, and racism plays into it and all kind of stuff plays into it, but like. I will never forget it. I was in um. Then we gonna get back on topic because we all over the place. But I just showed you how niggas is fucked up out here in these streets. But um, I remember I had to be in either second grade or third grade, and I had like a full blown argument with my teacher because she was trying to tell me that Egypt was in like Europe somehow, and I'm like, "Bitch, look at the map." I was like, mm, "Bitch, look at the map." <laughs> Again, I'm in second grade. Head still the same size as it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Pointing nope. point to the back. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> it's right here. How is this not in Africa? And she tried to tell me up and down that that's what that was. And it's just, 
is goofy. So, you know, I think, you know, honestly, going back to like a list of demands, we definitely need to um, revamp, you know, how we educate and teach our children. Um, we definitely need to have them being taught by somebody that looks like them, that's invested in them and their future. Um, I didn't see my first black male teacher till, well, I didn't have my first black male teacher until my freshman year of college at a black ass school. <laughs> like there was one black teacher, but he was, um, he wasn't my teacher and he looked just like my dad. So I always was kind of like shook. Cause I was kind of like acting out and I was like, he was always talking about like, yeah, I'm gonna pull up on you one day and not tell you. And that nigga looked just like him for the back. Pause. This is big black nigga with locks and was just like, is that? Damn, I thought it was him. Trouble. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely need to have that. And that's like mandatory. And we need to really you know, take a look on the inside and be like, why, one, why are we afraid to doing that? Is that like the whole thing that MLK is talking about? Like we're, we're afraid that we're greater than beyond our own measure, our own understanding. Is it like, like, what is it? I guess it's just like niggas is just chilling. Niggas is content in the oppression. Yeah. Comfortable. You know, at one point though, like, you know, within the system that we live in, we was told that we had to do this, we had to do that, just to make sure that Whitey don't crack us in the head and and take us seriously. You know, we got to keep our tone down. Otherwise, we're just going to, like, our grievances are just going to go over their heads because, oh, you're just another angry black man or angry black woman, you know? Like, we was always, we was told that we had to conform to survive in 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 the environment that we're in. So now that things are starting to change a little bit and we're getting a little more and more power, we're starting to realize, hey, fuck that. I don't got to take my do-rag when I'm walking around in the village because people won't look at me, even though I know they might call the boys on me. I'm going to rock my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we could do, like, you know what I mean? I mean, if, you know, they was, like, you know, wearing one of those bandanas that the bikers be wearing, would nobody say nothing? Hmm. I wouldn't. I think he's cool. Like, oh, look at that guy. He's, he's cool. So, again, I think it's just about going where we're wanted. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think pretty much everybody's mama told them, like, yo, don't go nowhere. You ain't invited. Yeah. But I think I think in in some ways that a lot of black people are still intent to prove that they can fit in this system and they can thrive in this system. And, you know what I mean? Like they still are hooked on it. Like they still want to prove, like, no, we we can do great things too, and y'all are gonna treat us for like they they don't like we gonna stay right here until you do it, rather than saying, well, fuck it, we just gonna go over here and do something ourselves, and fuck y'all. Like, they're just still trying yeah. to prove that they're black we're just matter. as good as you. Yeah, exactly. We're just mm-hmm. as good as you. Like, instead That's of actually I'm proving that you're yeah. just as good as them. Like, not that you have to prove anything, but like... What, what's great about, like, today's day and age is that, like, we don't have to create another, like, brick-and-mortar Black Wall Street. We got technology now that can actually like this app called one one black wall street i remember i I was talking to dj about this i think on the last episode but um they pretty much just have like a list of of black owned businesses that you can choose from is uh there's like food restaurants to um services and like cannabis and stuff like that there's like a lot of different areas that you can choose from the app isn't fully developed from my like from what i can see but if we can get like a lot of black people on one platform, get them on one accord, 
the black businesses that we already have, that's the best way that we can create like a new black Wall Street without even having to, you know, set up our own town and set up our own county. We could just be all over all over the country with it and not have to move yeah. nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, everything is digital now. Yeah. Facts. Yep. And you know Forex. <laughs> but here's my only thing with that is that means that you would still never be safe in your own community. Mm. Well, that's true. Well, that, I mean, mean that, that's my only that would be my only downfall because you're still like, you're still I mixing. Mean, you we wouldn't ever have to move per se ourselves, maybe, but like in the in the generations to come, I feel like that digital foundation is something that could you know, propel us in the right direction, at least. That would, that would, that would push yeah. them to be able to do a physical. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Jews and the Italians and the Chinese and all these different groups only were able, like, they pooled all their money together so they can stay together in these, in these close areas in a city. So if we just took that same idea hey, hey, us. Real quick, young man. They, they laundered their money. They pooled their laundered money. Uh, yes, yes. Pull their don't, 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 don't forget that. Fact. So, if you're out there selling drugs, I just want to let you know, you need to put some money aside. Don't 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 buy the don't buy the whip. You're making yourself a target. <laughs> put some money aside and you know have an exit strategy. I remember mm-hmm. this one cat that shall remain nameless because I ain't no snitch. Um, he told me he had an exit strategy. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna be doing this since I reached this, and then after that, you know, me and my girl, she's doing whatever, whatever. I'll put money into like her her business, and then we'll just do it like that. And I'm just like, you know what? The future's not fucked. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got a plan. You have exactly. a plan. Exactly. You have a plan. Hey, brother, sell your crap, my brother. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen. If you're going to be mad at the street pharmaceutical salesman, you got to be mad at the one behind the counter in the in the lab coat, too. Absolutely. I see him, at, um, I see him as Fuck that nigga the lab coat. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Fuck that, that lab coat. Point Dexter ass nigga in the lab. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck the pharmaceutical. Man. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, um, that's definitely another thing. Um, yeah, that's definitely another thing. I'm just saying. I'm trying to think. If we have, because as far as um, I think last week I had a uh, went on a crazy rant on um on IG IG story, and I posted a bunch of like different um billion dollar corporations. Um, one of them was uh Chase Bank, JP, you know JP Chase and Morgan, Brooks Brothers, uh, a bunch of other ones, and you know they they all had their you know their PR statement. You know, to the blacks or whatever, like, yeah, we appreciate <laughs> you and whatever, whatever. Um, New York Times, one course, of them, USA, t- USA Today. And come to find out, all them niggas own slaves. So when it comes to, <laughs> yes, so when it comes to, you know, reparations Damn. and all of that, instead of solely getting that money from the government, these niggas, if you really buy it, you need to come up out of pocket or else we're going to mass exodus out of your establishments, out of your companies, all of that. We out. I ain't banked with Chase. And like, as soon as I found that out, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going elsewhere. Just like that. This was at least yeah. eight years ago. JP Morgan Chase, that's like the mafia. Did you see that it video? Or that, or that, I saw some posts of like some like huge tanker that they had that was moving like 
bricks, like like oh. containers of bricks. And then they oh. flush they and then they flush their dope down the Atlantic Ocean toilet. Oh something, yeah, something like that. I did uh, see that article. Yeah, I, not just an article, my nigga. Pictures. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I seen that. A picture seen paints picture. a thousand words. I don't want to read the shit. Show the show me that shit. It's I want to see my own eyes. I need a video. I need a video of the tanker moving that white. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moving that dope. <laughs> This is, what, like, this is what they do, though. Like, they be yeah. in on everything. They not letting no money come across the table. If you think there's something that they are not trying to put their hands in, they are not letting no money come across this table if their hands are not in it. Drug money, sex trafficking money, investment money. I don't want, they want all the money. Fuck Ronald right. Reagan. I want all the monies. All the monies. Plurals. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, just... And they've been like that. I think even like supposedly they was responsible behind the Titanic shaking or something like that. that was yeah, a, I heard that. Allegedly. I, allegedly. Yeah. allegedly. I, I, I heard that had something to do with policy because it was some people on there or some to vote on something. Yeah, a lot oh. of people with money that was trying to do the right thing, allegedly. You know, that's bad. Allegedly. Thing. As if they, I don't know. I don't believe nothing nobody say no more. <laughs> Yeah, that's also woven into our DNA, like not to trust shit. Like, man, but you know where that shit start? Besides, you know, all the oppression and shit. But when we start telling our children these fucking fairy tales and that Santa Claus is real and a tooth fairy and shit, confusing people, we confuse reality real young. And ever since then, you be like, nah, I don't believe it. Because remember, you lied to me about Santa Claus. Can't trust it. Yeah, if you can't trust your parents, <laughs> you can't trust. Man, I can't even trust my mama. And be your own parents. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, I don't believe shit. I don't know. I don't know. I just got a new a new view of history and how history went down. That kind of just took my whole world and flipped it sideways. Not all the way upside down, but just like cocked it to the side a little bit. So I was like, damn, I don't believe shit no more. Yeah. I remember my first time reading about Black Wall Street, and I was like, it's like that out here? Like, that's really how niggas is doing us? Like, like, yeah. Yeah. like we're trying to do stuff out. for ourselves. And then, like, you know what? Nah, fuck that. That's why I fuck don't, that, I mean, man. you know what? I'm not even going to go as far as saying I don't understand. It's like when, you know, in the past, when I was trying to fight and try and tell people what it was, it's like, and I give you facts. Like, you like, like it's like white folks who love their stats. So I give you stats and data that you can quantify and apply that to your reason. And it's like, oh, no, I don't want to hear it because they don't want to believe it. Like, nope. Nope. It's it's ridiculous. Like, oh, you don't believe your government will do that? And it's not even like, you know, of course they do their things to black folks, but they do shit to everyone. Everybody. 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 This whole shit is a shame. Demographic besides themselves. And they don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, like I was just watching this lady on live, and she was talking about like how everything they do, like in the, like from the stuff you rub on, like the lotion you rub on, how it's like tr- it's designed to attack these certain systems, and this is why they use these yeah. chemicals, and like, and then they sell you the drugs to fix it. Like it's really like a yeah, hustle. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, hustle, really, yeah. really a hustle out here, y'all. Like. And I, that's why I get sad because I just be seeing black people out here just like getting hustled, which I would never let another black person hustle you like that. 
But you let the fucking government right. hustle right. you out your fucking drawers and be out here naked with a protest a sign. Like, stop. I can't fucking breathe. Get the fuck out of here. Like, man, they throwing hustle all over the place. Yeah. Right. Um, the whole race thing is really low-hanging fruit. And that's the crazy part about it. Like, it's really low-hanging fruit. That's like the obvious thing. It's it's so much <laughs> deeper than rap. And, you know, honestly, like, that's like the first thing we need to get together because there's just so much more. There's like, if niggas got the future they really wanted, you know what I'm saying? Then they realize, like, damn, like, there's so much more I got to do. Like, Man. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's why I said. They Barbie white people and they don't realize that everybody's getting fucked. Like, everybody's yeah. getting fucked in the ass. You just want to be the white man getting fucked in the ass instead of actually be free. Like, come on now. Wake up. I'm like, Man. sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just got a little anal just now. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I see what you did there. Oh, oh. <laughs> Once again, granddad. Uh, this nigga. So, <laughs> yo, you know what, though? Let me just say this, though. I really, I am proud of, like, this generation coming up, though, because they, they are really showing out. And I couldn't see myself yeah. doing that as a 16, 17, whatever, 24. I don't know. Like, I can't. I couldn't see myself being as vocal as they are. I went to one of the rallies. I went out there because you know Smith Smithtown with the whole thing. Everybody calling them niggas and all that shit. I was out there because I wanted somebody to say that to my face. I was going out there for action. That's why I went out there. <laughs> but then I actually seen. I got to look <laughs> really like they really give a fuck. These kids, yeah. as misguided as they are, they give a fuck. And they these are the people who's gonna like they already hit the race thing right now at a, at an early age, which means that yeah. they're gonna hit that next phase very soon, and they're gonna start to change shit. Yeah, what you see in like real life and what you see in the media is two different things. And um, mm. so you was really just about to just you just wanted to snuff a snow chimp. That what you trying to do? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> oh my god, no. Well, I mean, yeah, kind of, sort of. Like, but I wasn't gonna do some reckless shit because. Like, when I got there, I'm like, okay, if I punch one of these white folks in the face, there's going to be a whole bunch of niggas hopping on their ass, and they might die. I might catch a murder charge, but I don't know. I was kind of thinking about, I'm on the fence. I'm like, let somebody call me a nigga to my face. I was either going to try and suppress my anger and talk to him and be like, yo, and try and, like, you know, kick knowledge to him. And if that didn't do to him, then I was probably going to hit him with the left and the right. I was probably going <laughs> to fuck him up. So real quick, I, it's too close to home. It's in my backyard, and we always knew that there was subtle racism in Long Island. But like for them to be on some wild and shit like that, I'm like, nah, y'all not gonna feel safe. I'm gonna make y'all niggas feel uncomfortable. Y'all was out here talking to kids that way, hitting women and kids. Let my big ass come out there. There was people like, and you know what? The energy attracts. When I was walking, there was other people, beat big diesel older guys like me. We was all walking together, looking for it. We're letting everybody. Uh. Dang. Bro, they was letting everybody Just know that they like, was here. Let, let, let somebody. <laughs> let somebody. He almost snatched yeah. this guy out of his car because, like, we was walking past and, they, and he was, like, laughing. And you could tell, like, who... You could tell people when we was, when we was walking next to their cars who fucked with the movement and who didn't and whether they were scared. There was one guy who was dirty as shit, back of the woods type nigga. And he... <laughs> And his car, he sped off as soon as he did it. But I was about to yank him out of his fucking car. Then I had a water bottle. I'm like, let me throw this water bottle at his car. But what is that going to do? It's not going to cause no damage. So let me just keep walking. Like, I was, I was really mad. I was, like, I was very, very mad. And DJ will tell you, that's, I don't really do well with the racism shit. You're not going to call me a nigga to my face and think that I'm not going to change your life. 
fuck karma. I believe in it, but I am karma. Like, I will change your mentality today. So it starts now. It's like a program. Right cross karma. Push that nigga out. head off. Let me stop. I always he'll wake say, up and he'll be like, you know what? I don't think I should do this anymore. Maybe <laughs> as racist as I am, because it's not good for my health. It's not good. Look, I always say that like white people, like, I'd be like, yeah, you can say, you can say nigga if you want. You can say nigga, nigger, all of that. Are you willing to face the consequences of saying those words is what the real question is, because nobody can stop you from saying anything. Like but yeah. that don't mean you're not gonna get your ass kicked when you say it. Like so, I mean, <laughs> like if you want to say it, then say it. Like I don't know what to like, cause yeah. you might run into him at the at you know you might run into him and get snatched out your car. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You, I don't know. Listen. So, uh, man. So again, as far as the list of demands go, I really think that probably the best thing that we need to do expressing in this um contrived climate because this this isn't this isn't an accident you know niggas put things in motion for this to happen um a lot of people are like you know looking at the they're looking at the videos they're looking at this that and the third and it's kind of like triggering certain things in them and a lot of times you know first of all the media knows exactly how to trigger you because everyone uses social media as their diary they talk about like let this person do this. I can't wait for whatever. You know, like, they just... Man, matter of fact, back in the day, when I used to be a... Uh, when I was on my Tariq Nasheed, like, pimp coach thing, like, <laughs> this dude was like, yo, I just got this girl's number, whatever, whatever. Like, she added me on Facebook. I'm like, all right, let me go to her Facebook real quick. I could tell by the way she was looking in a in a photo, the way that she would look at the camera, like, yeah, she got low self-esteem, whatever, whatever. Or, this is her best friend. Nah, she that's a that's the person she said to bro, but she really sleeping with him. Like I was able to pick that up just like based upon like, you know, the eyes and stuff like that. Mind you, I didn't read like any of the stuff because no. At that time I was borderline misogynist. But so I didn't care about her thoughts. But the point is <laughs> that you're using social media as your diary. You're giving out the blueprint to how you tick, whether you know it or not. People talk about like I'm different, you know. You only know what I show you. What you're showing says enough. Yeah, you either have to just not care enough, or just be strategic enough that you're only showing like enough of yourself. To, you know, just to whatever, have some character on like an online platform. Yeah, you're making a statement, whatever it is. It's just a matter of fact. Is it intentional, or are you just giving out all your energy for people to just pick? pick up what they want to and be able to manipulate you and do what it is you do. You know what I mean? Like, are you using it as a diary or are you using it constructively? And maybe the diary is what you need it as. I don't know. Hell. Listen, I used to be on Twitter a lot back in the, (laughs) back in my day when Twitter first came out. (laughs) Yeah. That was a wild, wild west. Like 2010, 2011. Hmm. I was getting them tweets off. <laughs> I was so problematic. I mean, I'm still kind of problematic, but I was really problematic. But that's fine. That's part of my character. You know, that's yeah. fine. So, now it's cool. Now it's what you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys think about 
Um, let's see. I'm trying to go through like the many things that we need to do as a as a culture and as a community. Um, so community policing, you know, gathering a militia, um, you know, maybe maybe gang members or something like that. Even though I heard something that apparently the gang members is in beds with the feds, which I don't doubt it, but I don't know to what extent. But just finding a group of people that are not for sale. I think that's one of the biggest things is just everybody seems to have a price tag. And when you have someone that has a price tag, you're corruptible, you're for sale. And if you're for sale as a human, that means you're a whore. So with that being said, what do you guys think about like community policing as far as, you know, okay, this person got the strap on Thursdays, this person got the straps on Wednesdays, like, you know, like, what are your, what is your take on that kind of thing? How do you think it could work? Well, like, I think, like, the way you pick the community policing, like, should definitely, like, work on some kind of, like, town hall basis, and it should work based off, like, where minorities have a little bit more say or like they have a stronger voice in the community than those of other backgrounds from being um, targeted from the police department years after years after years. Like I think their experience is gonna be the most helpful and people that just know people of the community, like they know street knowledge, like would just be best to, um, to simply lead the community policing. So I think it's gotta be a town hall. Minorities have to have a voice and like just knowing people, just people that actually know the people and know street knowledge. So those are my three things I think are important to keep. So an authority in the community, like, like not like the authorities, but like an authority, someone that's well-respected, a man of the people, if you will. Yes. The yes. unofficial alderman. Yeah. And uh yeah, if we if we got our own towns, ain't no minorities because it's just us. <clears throat> but um Yeah, true. <laughs> I, I get what you I get what you meant, but you know, words are words are spells, so I just want to, you know, make sure we're, you know, speaking around. Right and I think community policing works first you have to have a community and they have to have agreed upon code of conduct of what is actually like what is allowed and what is not allowed in our neighborhood not what outside you know what i mean right things but what what do we want and what are we going to allow to in our neighborhood and then like and then i agree with him like what he said with the with like the you know just people in the neighborhood that are respected that build relationships with people those are the people who are supposed to police the community like the people who actually build relationships and enjoy talking to everybody and making sure everybody is actually okay. Not right. just coming around when there's that stuff going around, like that actually knows the community and enjoys that part. Because those are the people who police fairly. Those are the people who judge correctly. Those are the people who see actual people when they're interacting and not just. Yeah. So like you know, if the they see something, like, yeah, if they see something like they'll know like, oh, this is so-and-so. And I know them. I know the situation, so I know how to handle it accordingly. Exactly. As opposed to just somebody just going around saying, "Hey, what you guys doing?" He's basically a home on ass nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and nobody oh, likes that nigga. Nobody ass. ever likes that. And you, no one likes the person that's just like, "What y'all doing?" Just to see, like, 
if y'all getting in trouble. Like nobody like like nobody likes yeah. that person. Even if <laughs> yeah. your intentions are good, like what are you doing? Nothing, snitch. Go, leave. Bye. <laughs> yeah, back up. Go back. Like even if you're not doing nothing, like you still gonna be like just get away because I don't know what you want. Like ugh. yeah, especially with like that tone. Like what y'all doing? Like. <laughs> Mind our business. Go away, Chester. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, we talked about homeschooling, which I definitely think is a big thing. Um, I'm not crazy about. Again, this is just. First of all, we just need to like get out of dodge. We need to like isolate all the all the all the niggas who did like do niggle synthesis or whatever, and like small pockets across the nation. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And just kind of like start from there. That's the first thing. You know, like-minded people, like, develop their own different tribes and stuff like that. Um, and even the fact that, you know, as far as the businesses are concerned, like, there's, there's very, a lot of oversaturated stuff. It's like, oh, this person does hair, this person does whatever, whatever. But at the same time, like, if we're all in our own separate pockets, we can trade amongst ourselves. So this person may have this kind of formula, whatever, but they can trade it with that other person you know, and it's not, you know, taken away from their bottom line because we have mm-hmm. our own little section as opposed to, you know. Just That's like just like all the Koreans, all the all the beauty shops owned by the Koreans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They all, they're oh, all shit. in the business. You know, they're literally all in the business and they all do very well. You know, like, so even we can saturate, we can be as saturated as we want to because the other thing we know Whatever we create in our communities, the world is going to want because they've been living off of us for forever. Entertainment, fashion, anything, everything. And no matter what we do, we are going to be a commodity to the world. And that's the other thing I think we're underestimating. Like, we really don't need shit. Like, we really could go in the, in the jungle butt naked and we going to give us a couple years and they're going to be like, damn, look what look what these niggas done did and shit. Like, real shit. Like, it's just like, damn. Like, I don't think we, we don't really respect and really own the fact that we are the creators of civilization. Like, we don't need nothing from nobody. And we have yeah. all the knowledge. Like, we don't except, really except embody Akon. that. We need Akon. I'm dead. <laughs> well, you know, Akon, he, uh, he is Akon because, uh, <laughs> You know, he got... Oh, he really? Got, yeah, he got... Oh, man. Drop the bomb on me, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, because now, like, I forgot what part of Africa it was, but, like, they basically don't own China. They're going to own China, like, for, like, the next million years. Wait, <laughs> what? what? So they yeah. just turned into a new America? Yes, and that's, yeah. they're trying to get. that's why they're trying to get all the niggas to go to Africa, all this whole back to Africa. You go back to Africa, because that's where y'all was just starting this shit that y'all been doing. Just so we can be slaves to the Chinese now? Oh, yeah. Yellow, yeah, hashtag yellow was the new white. Yellow was the new white. <laughs> I, all right. I, I'll tell you one thing. I ain't being no slave to no China, man. I ain't being no slave to no white, man. Even. No offense to my Chinese and white brothers that hold us down, but I ain't being no sleep. <laughs> you already you're know where I stand. My, my volatile ass, I'm probably going to end up getting shot or something. I'm <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, what? I'm going to fucking try and walk out the store perfectly fine and something's going to switch my head. I'm like, you know what? I think I got time today. That's the guy. <laughs> That's how you ended up down there walking around in that march. You was like, I think I got time today. Yeah. 
Oh man, you know, the funniest part was after, because it was the longest I think I've ever walked in my life. I think I walked almost 10 miles. It was like 8.6 or something like that. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm big, I'm, I'm fat. So we started walking back. I'm like, oh man, we got to walk back to where we came from. <laughs> so we started getting back to where they originally, all the races was. I'm like, damn, yo, if anything happens, I'm getting parked. Like, <laughs> my feet hurt, my hips are hurt. Like, I can't do nothing. My, my my leg was locking up on me. I was like, oh my god, this is not good. Got one good haymaking. If that don't hit it, God bless. <laughs> nah, yeah, I was looking for bricks. So I was like, nah. I'm that cardio, I, bro. I need them to go down. I need them to go down and stay down. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So going forward, how do you think um, black people should deal with interracial? conflict um as far as the situation like Ahmaud Arbery or you know like a George Zimmer and Chavon kind of thing where it's not necessarily police but it's just a white person or somebody else mm-hmm. of color you know oh, okay well, you have to like, like you mean if we're actually present when it's happening or you mean dealing with the after effects of something that we wasn't able to change the latter the latter uh just make sure that they get make sure that they get prosecuted to the fullest extent of the racist law. <laughs> so nothing. So, All right. So look. So, uh, I was gonna say so suspended with pay. Okay. So <laughs> my thing is this, and you know, this is gonna get a little militant, but whatever. It is what it is. Boy. Um I think that we need to understand that we've set a very bad example as black people for how outsiders can treat us there needs to be consequences for when somebody harms one of our own murders one of our own disrespects our women kidnaps our children any of that there needs to be swift and we need to make an example out of niggas every other race does it a certain group that shall not shall not be named because you know you can't say anything about them or else you know You'll get suspended or whatever, or scrub off the internet. <laughs> I believe it was in the 80s. A police officer killed one of those people in New York City, and they all came deep and raised hell. And since then, it ain't happened ever, it ain't happened since. You want to know why? Because they made an example. So there needs to be like no Wait, one should what feel. Did, what, what did it happen since? Huh? Oh boy! Now I gotta spell it out. The the the, the kind of the demographic that rhymes with news. <laughs> demographic that rhymes with news. Oh, I'm gonna ask about who I'm talking about. What exactly was what happened? From what what was they, the they, thing that happened? They rioted at the precinct. Oh, gotcha. Okay. No, 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 not that. Not what happened afterwards. I'm talking about what was the thing that happened that, that a police them to riot. a police officer killed somebody. Okay. Of that demographic, right. and the community wasn't having it. Right, they gotcha. pulled up to the precinct and raised hell, waged war. I'll be looking that up. And I guarantee you that they oh. also filed some paperwork. They sure did because they got their some own lawsuits. Yeah, exactly. They put some lawsuits out there, set up, sent in some paperwork. And was like, hey, y'all fucked up. Really, y'all can't do that shit. Or y'all gonna really, y'all gonna get taken to 
the International Criminal Court. Because that's where Black people need to start figuring out how to take, when people commit crimes against Black people, how do you take them to International Criminal Court? Because you can't do anything in the U.S. because we know the U.S. is racist. So how do we get to the International Criminal Court? But these are the questions that we that don't ask because we don't know. Diplomats, I guess, right? I don't know. Well, yeah, like times. what? What is Joel Santana going to do with a time like this? <laughs> <laughs> no, we need Ja Rule. Where is Ja? Where is Ja? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but that's definitely a thing. And you know, it's who with the international thing. Who would be the one that's enforcing this? This um. Marshall, yeah. Um, you know what, man? You know, it just needs to be somebody, and it's like a hard thing to ask, who just be willing to throw their life away, probably, because there's no reason <laughs> somebody couldn't just pull up in the courts or something, or just when he's walking around on his Zimmerman and just blow his shit loose and just know that he's gonna you know, spend the rest of his days in jail or he's gonna die. He'd be like, do we need martyrs? Like, there's martyrs in every every other culture every other race like you might just have to just i don't know it might be a group or some type of listen they've been in what afghanistan iraq fucking chasing and killing martyrs for they what 20 kids. years now yeah. <laughs> like it's martyrs yeah. i mean like it comes down to that though i mean honestly depending on how you choose to fight it depends on how you choose to fight what battle you choose to fight but for some people it's going to come down to that. Like, if you really, like, it's going to come, are you really ready to lose your life or give your life for it or not? Like, but you mean, choose your battle. You choose your battle. Yeah, I mean, these, these, these protests and, like, some of these, in some of these areas where, like, you know, there's more violent cases happening, like, you can say that some of them are martyrs because, I mean, police are shooting like protesters in the head with rubber bullets that could do permanent brain damage. Yeah, I've like, seen a picture. I mean, like, that's well, clearly they are. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, that's close enough to death to me, if you yeah. ask me. Doing permanent yeah. brain damage to somebody's like mind state so that they can't like be the same person after they come out of these situations. That's that's death. That's it that's is, the, that and also is. I think the reason why so many people aren't willing to put their life on the line is because things aren't bad enough. They're bad, but they're not bad enough to the point where it's like, all right, that's it. That's the show that broke the black camel's back. But what would they be doing it for, too? Because we still don't have a set plan. Like, we still don't have a set thing. So you would just, like, be martyring for the sake of martyring, but, like, not know this is what yeah. we're going for, this is what we're going to get. So you're dying for this cause. Instead of a T-shirt and a hashtag. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, right, absolutely. If anybody's going to be willing to do that, let's like just use that, for example, since I said it already. Anybody's going to be willing to go into courts and shoot Zimmerman in the back of his head, knowing that he's going to get shot or go to jail for the rest of his life, his family or his, gener or his family or at least, at least his family or the next generation of his family needs to be taken, taken care of. You need to pool money and they need to be like, okay, he did this. I feel bad for him. Let's pay, let's, let's pay for his, his kids' tuition or pay for his kids' Hell, that's what they did for Zimmerman. Yeah, and also they do that for all. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. yeah, he's he's a he's a well connected man. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. That's why. And then, um, the officer, um, Thomas Lane, he was one of the officers that was charged in the George Floyd case. He got off on on one million dollar bail because, like, 
people they started a GoFundMe for him. Yep. He got out what well, he was charged last week, maybe like five days ago, right? And this man's already out of jail. He's good. That nigga good, bro. Like he probably didn't even get raped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like that's what we we (laughs) black people are really starting to try to learn how to actually function as a community as a unit but trying to do it on this large mass scale the you know what i mean most of most people's first time through like you know what i mean like this happens once every other generation where people kind of really come together to try to do something and like you can't do it on a mass scale all at once. It's like, too scatterbrained. But, and it's and it's too scatterbrained, and that allows for the infiltration. If something is that well organized, that big, that fast, you know it's a plant. Like you right. know it's a plant because where no, else did yeah. it come from? You know what I mean? Like where it it didn't come from a, somebody over in the, on the east coast and spread like the Black Panthers did and spread to the what? No. It's, yeah, look, niggas can't, even, niggas can't even plan a family reunion. <laughs> but all of a sudden, the revolution is just like here, just, today. With bricks. My revolution bricks and I want it now. That takes time. And like, honestly, I already see niggas falling off. Like, like I see people falling off. Like, all right, I posted my Black Square. Oh, okay. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. I signed. I signed two petitions. Like, I'm good. Man, the world's I'm gonna good. change now. I'm Barack Obama now. Like, like y'all free Jesus. yet? I'm niggas Jesus. free yet? <laughs> y'all niggas free yet? Hey, did, did he get justice yet? I That's took the other one thing. minute to sign that petition. Man, right? Nigga. That's the other thing. Now I done seen like all these people, all these protesters been going to jail. They got medical bills. Now they trying to do GoFundMe and raise money for these niggas. And I'm like, y'all are steady taking funds out of the community for this peaceful protest and that's going to get y'all what? And then you are asking these same people to give you money to help get these people out of jail. Like, because you went out there and got the head cracked for nothing. Yes. For, and I'm so like, we, like, we so need a better strategy. Your grandkids. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. I'm all for it. Like, I don't care. I mean, this is, we burn down whatever if that's what you feel is going to get your stuff together. But, like, what is the plan, y'all? What's the end game? What's, you know, yeah. what's the end game? And, like, what are the demands? And what are y'all building towards? Because otherwise, you just, like, don't want attention. Rebels without a cat. Yeah, you're yeah, throwing yeah. attention. There you go. Yes, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That's how it felt when I was out there. When I was out there, I felt like there was a bunch of kids just throwing tantrums, and I wanted, but I wanted to see it. I wanted to, I wanted to experience it for myself. I'm not going to say I'm not going to go back out there because it was a really good feeling. I think I might be able to meet some people out there who you could like talk about something real and actually right. like you know be consistent because that's only one of my flaws is being inconsistent. Sometimes yeah. you know what I mean I just get lazy. I fall back into my into my little world, and I'm like you know fuck it. I'm tired. I'm just it's it's tiring and it's honestly mentally draining when you care about shit like that so much to watch it all the time. It's like, it, oh, it's shit. it really it's is trauma. Your head. It's traumatizing. Yeah. And it's not something that's immediate. It's just like a, just over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. It's like, it can't. And that's another reason why they do it. Like it's, it's trauma. They're like trying to trigger black people, right? They're intentionally triggering black people by showing this trauma and promoting this trauma and just talking about it. 
because y'all act like y'all ain't been killing black people forever. But now all yeah. of a sudden y'all want to talk about it. Y'all want to kneel for it. Y'all want to wear fucking kente cloths. Y'all want to compare. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, if y'all really care, this shit would have been done changed by now. So stop yeah. playing it's fucking not, games. It's not that like, hard. Yeah, it's really yeah, not that like, hard. Stop playing that, games. You know all that stuff, all that fake allyship is only going to play further into that narrative and fuel that narrative of white saviorhood, which is another problem that we deal with in America. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, look so, what I the mean, white man, you know what, that white man really all right. A motherfucking white person throwing a dashiki and all of a sudden you think he's down with the cause. Fuck out of here. Harabe! 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 Take that kid, take off and choke you, nigga. How about that? That councilwoman's name, um, okay, her name. Nancy, oh, fuck her name. Nancy oh, Pelosi. Yeah, isn't that isn't that her that went out there with that with that with the uh with the African garb or whatever? That you probably got that was made in China, probably. Probably. Yeah. Man, she probably got that from Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like so y'all just still taking shit from Africa, huh? Just go mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, we can loot too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Who y'all think y'all cool. learned it from? We're the, we're the best looters that ever been known. You know, though, I, honestly, about. I'll give I'll give that to them. I'll give them that a little bit. Not not her, but like just the average white guy who really does care. It's like they don't know what to do because you look at them and they'll be like, "What? I put the dashiki on. What else do you want from me?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like there's a yo, there's a lot of white people that are just actually confused. Like they're just they just like, really are. I don't. I don't understand this. That's all you know why? Design. Because because what a lot of white folks what they do is not. I can't even just like just put it in white folks, but for the most part, generally that's what they do. They project how they how they feel, and it's like, well, if I do this, I would react this way. So I'm gonna go ahead and do this instead of listening and actually trying to understand. It's like they just like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the black barbecue, and I'm gonna talk about a whole bunch of things, and then I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna feel good at night that I did my two sets. <laughs> like, <laughs> So I can I say it now? Can I say it? <laughs> can I say I say it? Say it. Just, like, just once. But that's because <laughs> well, also what we don't understand is like, yeah, they were miseducated too. So they don't know the truth either. You know what I mean? Like, and they bought into this whole system too. It just worked in their favor. So they bought in even more. You know what I mean? And if you want to talk like, so they're, while we're just like, yeah, this shit is crumbling and it's been racist and it's been fucked up, they're like, oh my god, my world is fucking ending. Like, yeah, what is yeah. life? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're going through that. Where that Dude. life ended every day for most niggas growing up. Like, you never know. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you you don't know what tomorrow may hold, whatever. But this yeah. is like new for a lot of them. Like, the world's not just and holy cheese crackers. This People get. Going I thought I thought America was the land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah, like, and they just out there trying their best to like show their support, but they don't really know how because they've never actually really supported or thought about black people before. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like, they actually don't really know. you actually do matter. And again, that's why <laughs> yeah. the whole that's the psyop on both sides. It's a psyop, you know, triggering, you know, the inferiority complex of black people. And it's also guilting the white people that may not even have had a hand in the oppression of black people and putting them against each other because there's levels to this white thing. There's yeah. a certain yeah. level to which, certain white people. Which then causes those white. what are you saying? My bad. There's certain, there's certain white people that don't consider themselves to be white that are kind of pulling the strings of this whole thing. And 
Yeah. Again, it's just like again, it's people say that it's chestnut checkers, and it's really about like not just you know being a king and a queen on the chessboard, but like being the player who's playing the game, <laughs> not being the chess piece, but who's playing the game, who's moving these pieces around. And I think that we're over here on a black and white checkerboard going back and forth. And the real people that are running the show are just using us as pieces. They're weaponizing our our defense mechanisms on both sides. And we're looking Mm -hmm. stupid. Some of us. We're fighting each other for nothing. Like, like, I mean, there's even people like, you know, and it's not saying I don't understand. It's just like, you'll see like a happy white family just living their life. Look at them happy. They don't even know what the fuck's going on around them. I'm mad if they're happy. Like, let that white man be happy. Well, that's his own thing. Don't you worry about what the fuck he's doing for? You need to worry and, about what the fuck you're doing. Because they happened, don't know how to be happy. And what happens with that is that you show that resentment, and then it's like, why is he so angry for? And yeah. then like, that puts a bad taste in their mouth. Like, you know what? Yeah. I don't, you know, why can't they just pull himself out of the bootstraps? That's what I did, you know? <laughs> so, like... You know, it's it's all by design. Like like I said, the race thing is very low hanging fruit. Man, once we we're at like we're at the level before the before level one. We're not even yes. in, not even in the game. This is like training. this is the demo. Racism is like the duh. Like like there should have never even been a Fourteenth Amendment. Like duh. Like we, why did we like why did you have the right? So you already said all men and women are or all men and women whatever are equal, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, why did you have to go back and add some more shit? Why couldn't you just enforce that shit that was already there? Like, uh, So, I'm gonna go around and, oh man, this is <laughs> funny. I want to try to go last, but okay. I want you to go <laughs> and tell me what is your meaning of equality and what equality means to you. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, hey, cable. Oh, that's a real question. Nah, Wait, that's nah, a, that's nah. a real question. I ain't trying to go first. Fuck that. <laughs> Come on, give you give you a young, fresh perspective. Yes. You know, you don't want to get our get my old jaded perspective. I you know I got what like a decade on you probably over here. Well, Just well, probably. <laughs> well, we need some of that wisdom, but but like I don't know. That's a that's a. That's a really difficult question we're asking here. Like, what is equality? Like, what do I feel? Equality is like you need equal opportunity to succeed. Like, that's what that means to me. And black people have never had that in this country, and they never had it around, like, around the globe per se. So, like, there needs to be systemic change. Like, we need to start off with some type of wealth, we need to learn the same thing that, you know, that, or we need to teach our children the same things that, you know, some of these more affluent families teach their children, teach them how to invest. And the people that have this knowledge, that like, you know, have this experience building wealth, learning how to invest and stuff like that should be leading the charge on that. Like white people and black people, whoever has the knowledge themselves. And like, you know, I, I just think equality means a unified, like we need a unified front to lead the change we want to see around the globe. That's what that means to me. Get this man a Nobel Peace Prize. All right, Kev. 
Um, equality to me is being afforded the same opportunities as our counterparts, but it'll never be like that. So instead of us fighting for equality, we should be fighting to create our own so that there will be no such thing as equality. Like we'll have our own shit, but not that, not, not for that, not to be confused with, Hey, if I come into this apartment complex and I know that I have all the same credentials as a white guy or anybody else that I'm going to be turned away at the door. Like it's like there's levels to this equality shit, you know, not, we, I don't want it to be so much like equality. Like, Oh, I want to eat where you eat. I want to sit where you sit. No, fuck that. Like it's, it's also don't go where you don't, where you're not wanted, but I still need to have the ability to walk in there if I want to without no, you know, but just, we need to create our own shit pretty much. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Way to kind of answer the question. All right, Jazz, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Suck your job, uh, motherfucker. <laughs> equality, I think, I think equality is, equality, equality within a system is a myth because if it's a system, it's, it's probably made to be unequal. But I think equality is a myth because we already have equality. We were all given the same senses to a certain extent, the same everything to create the world that we want to that we want to see. So we we have equality, but we give up our equality to try to fucking be a part of somebody else's system in a game that we don't play very well. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah, I think, you said that way better than I did. <laughs> so. And you know, so equality. We have equality. Equality is being born on this fucking earth with the ability to do whatever the fuck you want to do. What do you choose to do? So, in my mind, equality is just like perfection. It's a construct. It's something that you can never, that you can always strive for, but never reach. And that's by design. Because if we're doing, if we're getting this equality, when not everybody's created equal. Like some people are better looking than others. Some people are better at doing things than others. My right hand is a lot stronger than my left hand. I mean, I'm not even equal, equal within myself. So the whole concept of like equality is, is a farce to me. And it's just something again, like those very vague, non intangible goals, goals that, you know, will just keep people like spinning their wheels. Like, again. Yeah, I, I can see that. I guess it's not about equality then. It's about everybody having a minimum, a minimum, what's the word, uh, standard of life is really what, what, I think that's what most people think of when they think of equality. That's what they want is having a certain minimum standard of life where their needs are met. They're not struggling. They're not stressed out. Like, that's like equality. For, I think in a broad sense, it's, Right. People will, people would be happy with that. I don't know if it's equality. I wouldn't call it equality, but people would be happy with a minimum standard of life that they wasn't stressed the fuck out and made sure they had food and shit. Like, right. Because you know. the thing is, like, not everybody wants the same thing. Not everyone has the same needs. You can't even raise your children the same way because they both have different needs, or they mm-hmm. may not both, but like more than one child has different needs. So this person may need more attention in this way. This person may not need to be yelled at because, you know, whatever. You know, there's, there's different things. People are different. That whole equality thing is bullshit. It is. It is. 
So once we realize that's the case, that's when we can really start to, you know, write down tangible things. This is what we need. Like I said, these companies that own slaves, you need to come out of pocket. Cut the small talk and cut the check. Yeah, cut that check. So I'm saying, I have, a, that check, motherfucker. I have check. a feeling that reparations that will reparations will get cut the day the whole world stops using the dollar bill. That's Yo. some shit that they would be on. Crypto. <laughs> I've been thinking that for like the past couple Crypto. of years. Exactly. Crypto. Crypto. Yeah. Or Crypto. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a great that's a great idea for a new cryptocurrency, Bripto. Let's go, Bripto. We have I have my first three investors right here. Okay, all you guys have to do is just invest a dollar into Bripto, and we're good. <laughs> and we're good. I'm about to look up the domain right now. <laughs> Yo, look it up, Bripto.com, cryptocurrency. Yo, it's not. It's not taken. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I'm going on Namecheap and point two Brypto.com. That's me. I'm on that. That's my cryptocurrency. I heard that um, the, was it the Universal? I think he's over the post services for the world or something like that. Like the ultimate, which is really the federal government, but that's another story. But he was saying that cryptocurrency was created to cut out the middleman so that people everywhere could um, could do business with each other from whatever country you're in without a middleman. I'm yeah. really buying that domain, DJ. I'm, I'm so dead after, bro. Nah, you should. It's crazy because I was about to buy it myself. But I'm <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you buy it, I'll invest, and we can be partners together. Yeah, I mean, I just, mm-hmm. you know, I just bought mm-hmm. the domain from your brother. You trying to? <laughs> he had a domain that he was uh talking about, and I was like, "You still ain't buy that shit?" I'm like, "I'm about to buy it right now. I'll sell it to you." Listen, <laughs> if, if you don't buy that yeah, within five did, minutes of, of the time of us getting off this this episode, then I'm definitely gonna buy that shit. So. Let me know what you're doing. Hey, man, you better do that shit right now because DJ is going to take it. I, I, I am doing it right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I need somebody to talk as I'm buying this. You need some, uh, as you're buying this about, okay, so. Just stealing uh, niggas' ideas. And you know what? That is equality to me. You know, everyone has an equal opportunity to get their ideas jacked. That is yeah. the American way. Yeah. Yes. That yes, <laughs> That's the game. <laughs> I It's not about who invents it. It's about who gets it to the patent office first. Yes, yeah, that's what could have been a rich man, but you know, hey. that's Edison. That Edison. <laughs> Listen, yo, yo, make me an equal partner in this DJ. It's my idea, nigga. <laughs> What's make that me, word? Make I'm me the one equal part of nigga. I want. Once 50, you put 50. it out there, I want Virgil, there Virgil, nigga. Give me that Virgil, Virgil right now. Once you put it out there in the ether, man, it's fair game, you know. Yep. I had a, I had a whole business plan scooped off from underneath me. I was like, "That's okay. I got six more in my pocket, and I wish you all the best." It still ain't open. Damn. <laughs> Damn, I guess somebody do got it. They just sitting on it. Oh, for nineteen hundred. Dang. <laughs> Dang. That's well, a come on. That's, that's wild. Niggas know. You know what? You know what? It don't matter. It don't matter. All you have to do. Never mind. You know I'm keeping to myself. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we ain't got nothing. 
you could just you could you could just put like Brypto Brypto ccs.com or Brypto.org or some shit like that, bro. Like you gotta think outside the box. Change it around. Change that shit around. And then if that person thought outside the box, they would have bought them all up. Because I had a friend that did that. He used to buy all the he was like, you just be up here buying just buying up everything, just buying domains up. .net, .com, .us. He would just buy them all. And he used mm-hmm. to sell. He used to sell extends. So he he would um, he would sell them to he would sell them to other people who got into the extends business. So he would just go think of as many different types of ways of like having extends, and then he would sell them to people who got into the extends business, which were some of his clients. It was so gangster. Wait, you mean the dick pill? Yes. <laughs> yes. He was selling extends, making like a couple hundred thousand dollars a year for like <laughs> when extends was popping, back when they had the commercials and shit out. Uh, he used to sell, he used to make, he used to make heli money off extends. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, uh, uh, I, uh, I got it. He found it. He found I, it. I got an idea. I got an idea too. I'm buying Don't. cryptocurrency right now. Cryptocurrency, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I was about to buy cryptocurrency.com. Crypto, crypto. Hey, that's a good one too, though. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> How much is that? How much is that, DJ? Nine dollars. This this one's eight eighty eight. Well, I'm talking about the tax. I, I include that. Ah, uh, okay. Much is nine eighty eight. Cause you know taxation. I did like Brypto Brypto was funny. That was a good one. I'm out. I'm so, buying that shit today, right now. So all right. Yeah. So what was did you, okay? It's about so what? What was our last question? Um, we talked about equality and how it's a farce. and how it's a farce. So um, I guess. So what? What are the goals, man? Yes, that's actually what I wanted to go through. Like we're just gonna go down the line, just. What are your list of demands for the black community? Um, I guess maybe you could talk about how do you plan on, you know, getting them, you know, as long as you're not incriminating yourself. And uh, I guess we'll, again, we'll start in the same order. We'll start with the uh, the young boy. Go ahead, Mr. K. Oh, shit, nah. I actually don't want to go first this time. Come on, somebody else. <laughs> all right, all right, Kev. It's on you, Kev. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Come on. So, uh, first Come of all, on, I say, this, was, this was a very nice podcast. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Everybody <laughs> putting their... Uh, Nigga, stop stalling. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, one of the first things that, like I was saying before, that we could do, we could start with... Um, we could start with, like, just homeschooling. You know, that's something that we can do because that's something that's like I'm just thinking about my situation having kids. You know, we can definitely start homeschooling our homeschooling our kids so that what they're not being taught in school, they're being taught at home at first. And then, you know, so if it if it's something that works, then we'll just completely homeschool and just take them out of the whole curriculum altogether, and then figure out because well, first we have to figure out how they can be homeschooled and then still meet the standards because I'm pretty sure it's illegal to not send your kids to school. You have to have some sort of it has to be 
cre- uh, credited or something. So we have to figure. I have to figure out that number one. I think a giant knows that. <laughs> oh, he wasn't trying to Did talk. Did you see about my it. face? No, <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. I was just, you know, I'm out there, but <laughs> it works. <laughs> but yes, I agree. Go ahead. Homeschool. Was it more? Uh, cab, or? Huh? Yeah, I'm saying that there's more. Continue. Okay, so oh, that's where we start. Um, yeah, that's no, that's where we start. That's where I think uh, we start and. I always believed in, you know, getting getting out there and, you know, I mean, the voting booths and getting the people that we think that have our best interests at heart for now and voting them in the office locally, getting out in local elections. Okay. Was uh, anything else? No, nah, I'm good. All right, Kayvon. Um... Okay, so I just purchased my domain. Can we repeat the question in as many and as few words as possible, just to save time here, just so I could like I could I could formulate my answer the best way I could. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just just trying to do my thing, like trying to multitask. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's a man uh, on a mission, multitasking. Nah, nah just your lips of demand. Brito, Brito, Brito. What y'all saying? <laughs> Just your list of demands, like, you know, like basically like the final point, what are your list of demands and how do you plan to achieve those demands? Oh, um, defund the police. That's first. I want to defund the police. Where you got to do that is speak to your, your local elected officials. Um, I mean, this might sound crazy in itself. Shit, speak to the police department in your area and see like what kind of, what kind of people you're dealing with. Like go, like, you know, actually, actually try to send emails to the, police chief uh, to the elected officials to see what like you like i know we're trying like we have to have self-sustainable communities but the best way for us to do that is from to learn from our oppressor right <laughs> right so i think like we have to include people on the other aisle just from a knowledge standpoint so it's it's important to keep them involved so um and when our, our elected officials go over their budgets, you know, we want to be able to see it laid out in a simple way that, you know, all the citizens within the county, within the town, whatever it may be, understands how things are split up and where it's it's being divvied to, like, like specifically. That's really important because once people see that, they'd be like, wow, like, this, this, this doesn't really seem fair to, to people around my area or people people of color, black people, and that might galvanize them to actually want to do something about it instead of just sitting back in their ass and like, all right, well, I'll let the government handle it because we've been doing that shit for years and look where the fuck, look where the fuck we at. I mean, shit's getting like this much better, like, like, you know, over time, but if we want shit to change, we got to do it ourselves, right? So, um, and that will pretty much in itself, like, that'll help the housing situation we're dealing with, educational situation we're dealing with, help us get affordable health care. Um, yeah. I don't know if I missed any points there, but fuck the police. <laughs> <laughs> I approve that message. Jaya, <laughs> your, uh, your demands. All right, my demands 
are simple. My phone don't die. Uh, my demands are simple. Like I said, I want a school and I want me personally, I also want a birthing center because while we're talking about police brutality, our women and children are being murdered in the hospital at rates that would rival most third world countries right now. Um, so there's that. And I would go about this by um, creating a self-support and spiritual ministry, writing my own law, and then taking over a property in a black neighborhood, um, probably, and uh, opening, opening ourselves and building it actually ourselves. I'm not really asking nobody for shit, except for people who want to build. So, but yes, those are my demands. I would love, you know, if somebody wanted to come and help out, and if if your city was so so moved to actually give you a school to take over, sweet. If not, then guess what? You gotta build it yourself. But those are my demands, and ain't no police allowed on our property. Amen. Of the police. Oh, hold on. Now I just want to say this too. This is something I was always thinking about. This just came to me just now. Um, we, I, we also need to buy property, like she said. Property, property, property. Buy up land. Buy up apartment buildings if we can. Well, it's going to take multiple people to do that because it costs a lot of money. Buy up land. Buy up house, homes. Everything. Because you can convert a home into a business. If you know, what I mean, you can do whatever. Once you have land, mm-hmm. you have stake. You have power. And I'm saying you have capital, literally. So that's something that is definitely needs to happen is you need to get more versed on money, uh, uh, just being literate with it, with our bread and getting properties and buying all them shits up. Yeah. Hell, and if we're really ready to work, get the fucking abandoned properties. Yeah, and go in there and you don't have to pay shit every state has an adverse possession law where if the the property is abandoned you can move into it fix it up and stay in there and it's yours right yep the most you got to do is maybe pay some back taxes so we got ways around that shit too but i'm just saying like if we don't gotta wait till we got two million dollars to buy an apartment complex go get the one that's fucked up and also, um, you know, with the, with the whole Rona thing, which I think this, they were going to do this anyway, a lot of commercial property, a lot of commercial real estate is not where it's at. So they're probably going to convert those into apartments and stuff like that. So you should probably buy them up now. You know, if you got a little bread saved up, might be a good idea. So what we need to do um, on my list of demands is one for niggas to stop playing games. You need to choose a side. Either you're going to be on a white man's teeth or you're going to make your own situation. You know, we've been playing defense for mad long. Oh, we can just we can change it from the outside or the inside or whatever, whatever. Like, nah. Pick a side. Because the thing was, it wasn't made for you. Like, you're still a guest. You're still an unwanted guest. Like, why would you want to, like, you know what I mean? Like, why you want the big piece of chicken in a house that doesn't want you? That shit might be poison. Like, think about it. <laughs> so, you know, we need separation. We need, well, first of all, some people, they they just, they want to be part of this system. So mm-hmm. get thee away from me. You know what I mean? You go over there, 
live your little lily, lily white life with the snow chimps and all that, and the Arctic apes and all that, you know? <laughs> but as far as like-minded people that want to build community, that want to really develop a change, we all need to come together using the internet. And then once we use the internet and we meet up, take the internet away from us, put a phone Man. in the next room, and have some real discussions about how to, you know, how to build infrastructure, who's going to do what, how we're going to protect that, and real change. Because, and we also need to be willing to protect this change with our lives. Because this is a whole new thing. And if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, it's, it's a weird situation because... Yes, this person that says they love the same person that kisses you was hitting you. And they keep a power over you because that's that's what they get off of. They get off on of the power that they have over you. That's why, like, when you leave, they're like, I'll kill you because, like, you're the only thing in my life that I can't control. At the same time, the person that's being abused, they know that subconsciously that they need them to be under subjected to them because that's what finds fulfillment. And I think that black people realize that the white man, the system needs an underclass. They need somebody to prey upon. They need somebody to take advantage of the 10%, you know, the 85% of the deaf, dumb, blind, and the 10% are the blood suckers of the poor. If there's no poor to blood suck, what are they doing? So, That's why we need to have like the real conversation, the really real conversations. Yeah. Off offline, off the air. I just bought this thing with the Zoom, so we're not being tapped. Allegedly. <laughs> Here's my Allegedly. thing. It's it's encrypted. 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 Here's the thing though. If we're really moving in law and how we need to function. I've been sending them letters telling them what the fuck I'm gonna do since forever with different organizations I've been working with. And like, they really don't care because at the end of the day, no matter how many of us really pull away, the masses is still gonna be the masses and they gonna ride down to the dirt with the system, period. So they don't worry about a few people splitting off because most people can't do without the system. They don't want it. If you say, I can't watch cable TV and I can't go to the mall, niggas is not going. Facts. Not all of them. I'm not saying that on any type of like, but there's going to be some that's going to be like, nah, we good. We'll deal with the racism and all that stuff. We, we straight. We not, we not trying to build and work and do that. Yeah, and I respect like- that. Yeah. yeah. Be honest, because you know, like, yeah, we about to build a tribe. There gonna be hoes there. No. <laughs> <laughs> they got weed. <laughs> you know, that, hoes that's and weed. That, that's, that's, that's an important. That's how you build the nation. That's how you build the nation, right there. That's <laughs> all you need. All right, you got the. You guys come at the door. You remember saying the hoes giving you the weed, and then you come inside. You're like, oh, okay, this isn't too bad. All right. That's how, that's how you get them. <laughs> that's hey so man, so tragic I, at the same time. It's no, it's, it's tragic problems. as hell. But let's pull, it's our tr- let's pull our shit. Let's open up a joint account. It's mad easy. All we gotta do. 
It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be next year. We have a small percentage of our checks that we're getting from the man put in our shit, <laughs> a joint account, then we can go buy a fucking property. And then that shit will pay itself. That makes so much sense to me. Pay, All right. Pay so then that means we need every city should have a group that that is their goal. Who's going to start it in their city? You know what I mean? Yeah, and like, that's and, gotta, and then you can't have ancient niggas in there because, you know, it's plenty of those. And we got to have, we got to have everybody on the same accord. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's clear as day what, what needs to happen. It's just a matter of who's going to be the first one because niggas hate being the first one. They, they want to be the first one to, to, you know, to hit the, you know, hit shorty around the way. I'm going to be the first one to turn out. I'm going to get her. Yo, I'm going to get her. Yo, my nigga, I'm, I'm going to get her. They want to be the first but, one with that, but when it comes to something that's substantial, something that has like a higher risk tolerance than they used to, then it's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who's going to do it? The fucking women. Probably. And is, you know what? That is probably what's going to happen. And it's going to be a big booty woman. And then the niggas going <laughs> to follow. But then, the, then they're not going to respect them because it's like, well, well damn. What, I got to do everything? Yeah, basically. No, nah, I think, but I think it's it's gonna be it's gonna be women, and it's probably already being done. And when people need it the most, it's just gonna be like, and there they are. They've been working behind the scenes the whole time, like most likely, allegedly. I'm just saying, allegedly. Ooh. All right, so uh, about to wrap this up. So, where can everybody find y'all, uh, Mr. Couch Time? <laughs> you can find me um, on Instagram at kvon.d like John K-A-V-O-H-N dot D or you can find me at my business page Couchtown McKay where I do my podcast um, it's at Couchtown McKay um, on Instagram you can also email me Couchtown McKay at gmail.com you know I'm on Twitter too but uh, just hit me on Instagram it's probably easiest uh, thank you for your time DJ and allowing me to be on your platform I really appreciate it and I appreciate the listeners to this podcast as well. All right, yeah. Kev. Where the hell can they find you at? Well, you already know me. I'm not really socially active like that. I'm only on <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. So uh, my name is Big Easy Watson. It's not easy. It's E-A-S-Y on Instagram. Big Easy Watson on Instagram and IG. And then my name is Kevin Darrell on Facebook. You can find me there. Um, yeah, you know, that's it. Did you say Big Easy Washed Man? <laughs> Big easy what? What? U A T S O N. Watson. Oh, I'm done. I um and the Jaya, where can they find you at? Listen, I currently have said fuck social media because I can't okay. take all of the uh all the talk. I can't yeah. take all that energy. I don't like that shit. I be getting real yeah. frustrated. But um I am Ajaya Divine on all platforms. You can get my website, ajayadivine.com, um, my podcast, Infinite Beings Unite, and my YouTube. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to be living on podcasts and YouTube because I don't like social media. It makes my heart hurt and my head hurt. So I'm currently looking <laughs> up if Infinite, if Infinite Beings Unite, that domain is taken. Yo, you know what? what you don't need to say nothing. I was getting ready to say, you don't need to say nothing around DJ. Listen, 
Listen, I'm, I'm just going to add a page. Crypto, crypto. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm definitely listening. He going to be trying to get all my little names that I could buy because I haven't, I haven't bought a domain for it yet. This is, I'll be like, I'll be like listen, know. we private. We don't got no domain, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me no. certified mail. <laughs> so you can find me where you found me at. Um, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um, we on Spotify, we on uh, Apple Podcasts, and we are on YouTube. So, like, subscribe, slander, cancel me. It is what it is. And um, yeah, we are out. Slander me. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>